Alright, welcome back inside the cave. This is the bonus show. We're gonna talk more about the um the, the shooting from last week uh with the cops. Uh seven people dead. We're gonna get into that in a little bit. And also International D will be showing up later on in this bonus show of Inside the Cave. Alright, let's get into this. Hey, look at yeah, I uh because ironically, you, great segue, CB, because black lives do definitely matter, and education matters for our yeah, people. Somebody need to educate CB. <laughs> um, there were seven people at least killed this week uh, in police-related issues. The two, as we know about, uh, were first uh, Alton Sterling on uh, July 6th in Louisiana, the 37-year-old was killed by police after they responded to a complaint about an armed man selling CDs outside of a convenience store. Uh, the phone video that they showed that went viral on Facebook shows two officers throwing Sterling to the ground and being restrained. Uh, then one of the officers yelled that he had a gun and they shot him six times in the chest and back. The two officers' names are Blaine Sal- Salome and uh, Howie Lake. So these two officers uh, basically now are under investigation. From what I understand, the family has acquired an attorney, and this attorney is definitely going to file a suit against the police department in Louisiana. Also, Philando Castile, uh, on July 7th, the very next day in Minnesota, uh, he and his fiance Diamond Reynolds, along with their four-year-old daughter, were riding when they were pulled over for uh, allegedly a broken taillight. The officer asked for everyone's ID in the car, asked for his ID. He let the officer know he was armed. And he also tried to reach for his uh, permit to show that he actually was permitted to have the firearm. And he was shot four times. Reynolds actually live streamed the aftermath on Facebook. And you can actually hear her uh, imploring that the officer remain calm with her because she was trying to remain calm and he was threatening her to remain calm. So uh, with that being said, there have been several police now shootings because of that. Five officers were actually killed in Dallas. Uh, Micah Xavier Johnson is the 20-year-old, uh, 25-year-old, excuse me, out of Mesquite, Texas. Uh, he's a military veteran who served in Afghanistan. Neighbors say he kept to himself. He had no known criminal record. Uh, however, police are saying that it was a well-planned, well-thought-out evil attack that he did. Protesters were gathered uh, to protest the killings of the two gentlemen uh, days before, and they, again, heard random shots and they saw two police officers go down immediately uh people began to run and uh at the end of all of the shooting there were five officers killed uh they had to use a bomb robot to basically uh neutralize is the word that they use the suspect so you know this was the first time this was the first time that i actually saw those when i saw Alton Sterling get killed on Instagram. We talked about this a little bit last week with Hustle Simmons. That that and when that guy got killed in front of his daughter and his girlfriend, that was the first time that I was so, so angry. I wasn't even angry about uh, Rodney King, and you saw the video of that. But that right there, when I saw that dude get killed in front of his daughter, that right there put me in a whole nother light it like angered me 
So I can only imagine, and I don't have any guns, and I'm not promoting people that, you know, violence and nothing like that, but I only can imagine how people really felt who keep a, 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 a arsenal, you know, how they felt. Because if you watch that and you're a father, and then to hear the daughter have to keep the mother calm, four-year-old, come on, man. Like, No, I mean, all around the United States, the aftermath of that was... It was serious. In St. Louis, an officer was shot in the back of the neck. In Georgia, yeah, yeah, an look, officer was shot twice on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Let so me say this, though. Let me say because Joe, Joe been in the military. This is the point I want to make. Now, Joe, here's the thing I don't understand. You telling me, and you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're in Iraq or Saudi Arabia or whatever, you can't just get mad. Those are war crimes if you, if you kill off an innocent person and you're around muslims with uh, or, or women with bombs that might be strapped to their vaginas or whatever and you 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 can't make a mistake and kill an innocent person over there in saudi arabia and iraq that's a war crime am i right joe that's what they call it but uh exactly so all the, all the time okay. but what i'm saying Every is so so it these so the these time. people the only difference between now and back in the day is that we actually have cameras to see them do it but, it's been happening everywhere all the time. The point I'm trying to make is how can the military go over there and govern a city but the police over here can't pull over a black man without killing him? That's the point I'm trying to make. It's crazy. Because I don't know. What happened the last time you were there? Like, how do you, how can you judge that question? You've never been there, so you don't know. No, I'm talking about Joe. Well, Joe's been in the military. Let me ask a question. The guy, the sniper, they say that killed the cops. Has anybody came out, like his family or anything, and said anything about him? No, uh, his sister. They well, they definitely went to his home and searched it, in which they did find plenty of paraphernalia. He did have an arsenal in his home. Uh, yeah. He had no weapons. He had, you know. Okay, no, no, listen to what I'm saying. None of his family has come out and talked about him. Nobody from the military has come out and said anything. Well, I'm sure there's a gag order on the family now. I'm sure legally they can't speak about why, it. Why not? I mean, you, oh, anybody that shoots anybody, uh, you come out, you're going to seek the family, so they just they point a few. Joe, That's I know exactly what you're saying, Joe. Are you Joe. pointing to a conspiracy theory? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. And I'm with oh, you on yeah. that, Joe. Because I know exactly what you're saying. if anybody gets shot, you, you, the first thing they do is go talk to families. Right. Well, they didn't shoot them. They blew them up with a robot. It says who? Who right. did they blow up? Exactly. The reports. The gentleman they accused of. How do we even know that person exists? How do we know we ain't make him up? Exactly. We I don't, don't know. You have to talk to the Associated Press. See, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because after every mass shooting, after any time somebody gets shot or somebody does a shooting, the media goes and finds digs up right. about him. There's only three pictures circulating out uh, about the guy. Oh, yeah. You know what but I'm saying? You, if he was in the military. The military, I'm pretty sure they would have already been talking with some type of commander or somebody that was in the right. military with them. His mom, you know daddy, sister, brother, uncle, niece, nephew, yeah. nobody came out and said nothing. And another thing, too, Joe, to go along with that, uh, you made me think about the guy in the Orlando shoot. Soon as that happened, right. you, had, you had his wife, his ex-wife, his exactly. father, right. all these pictures about him. And then on top of that, as far as since we're speaking of cover-ups, Who's to say he actually killed 49 people? How many cops did the police kill when they barricaded through the building? Yeah. Right. It's just like the, the, the white dude that shot the uh, the officers inside the courtroom. His, his ex-wife jumped out immediately and put out a statement and said something. 
said he went crazy. Yep. But well, and you did also remember that. this, Joe. Remember this, Joe. They tried to blame it on somebody else at the beginning before they knew who it was. Remember that picture that was floating around? The see, exactly. The media. That's what blaming on him because he didn't do it. Exactly. The media. Yeah. The media. The media needed a new talking point. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. The media. The media. <laughs> it was too much cop bashing. So then the media had to flip it, and now they has to be. Okay, well now it's people, innocent people. I mean, now that the civilians are killing cops because it was it's so not a much. It's a black man that shot some cops. Right. When it, when at first it was cops killing black right. men. Yeah, right. I think that what's most important and what we should, you know, instead of you know conspiracy theorizing, I think what we need to stay focused on is the fact that there are individuals who have been quote unquote trained and sworn to protect the neighborhood and protect people regardless of who they are and they are afraid to do their jobs yeah. they are so afraid in fact that all the training goes out the window and they just shoot and it's been happening very frequently again we're only seeing it now because facebook made it live because yeah. that was an outlet on media that people every day everywhere could utilize and say hey right. look this is what's going on let me, let me get big let me get big is, dog in here Big dog. Any, anybody mentally, anybody mentally unstable or afraid to do their job should be disarmed. Big dog. Let me get you in here real quick. Cause I got a question I want to ask you. Hey man, I, I, you know I want to go in a different direction, kind of with this whole deal. Mm -hmm. You know we've tried everything as a race. We prayed about it. We didn't bed. We didn't had peaceful protests. Uh, it really doesn't matter what we do as a race. I don't think throughout the history has anybody that ever had power just given that power up. It had to be taken, correct? Right. That's true. So, even now, in this day and age, everybody was like, well, I got these camera phones and shit, so if I video it, at least I can go to court and prove yeah. so now that they, I was in the right. So now they kill you. And they don't even count that shit. Yeah. So, what else is there for you to do? What else? I mean, for me you know, personally, you, know, you bag somebody in the corner. Well, one thing I, I'm going to do, one real action that I'm going to take is it doesn't matter if I see the police has pulled a young black suspect, quote unquote, over, I'm pulling over too. As long as there's a legal place for me to park, I need for the strength in numbers. Like, I need the proactive. You know, I want to do something, and I feel like there's something I should do, and I think that's the least I can do. If I see that he's pulling over anybody, they could, he could have cookers and cocaine in the trunk. It doesn't matter. He's got to fairly, you know, fairly be, uh, you know, he deserve, taken away. He deserves his day in court. My, my thing he is deserves just, a right, and yeah. I want to be able to be there, too. You got everybody standing around these damn camera phones and shit filming everything, but you have one or two cops constantly taking the lives of innocent black men and you may have 20 or 30 people standing around watching yeah. or trying to fucking video put down the fucking phone and get, and get involved physically you saying physically yeah stand for someone or die for it you know what i'm saying i mean like what the fuck bro that's a strong I mean, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie cb i mean uh big dog i don't want to die because the police are afraid of me yeah like that's you know, the whole thing is right now Stopping and looking. People stand by and they watch, they video, 
that shit ain't doing nothing. No, it ain't. I hear what you're saying. So, right, so I'm with you on that. I'm you got 20 or 30 people, you got, you got a group of people standing around and you watching a cop get out of line. As many people standing around, you mean to tell me they can't they can't get control of that situation? Yeah, yeah you're right. The, where's the de-escalation? Where's somebody saying bringing back the reality? I guarantee you, you got, you got a group of people standing around and everybody like, look, we ain't standing for this. He ain't got but so many bullets in that goddamn gun. Yeah. Oh, but but I'm, I don't want anybody to have to die. No, but what I'm saying is you got a man pinned down on the ground. You got one in his chest. You got another man about 250 pounds on his fucking arm, and they still take their life. Yep. Well, so what I'm, I, not, I'm not saying that. What I what I'm I think is, is unfair, where the unjust injustice is, is the fact that the family wants vindication, and they're doing things like uh, taking the videos, taking the cell phones of the people who actually watch. Like rights are being okay. violated. They already trying to justify that killing. Yeah, and that's I mean, crazy. Saying that he can use excessive force, but I'm not saying that you got to kill the cop. What I'm saying is you got a group of people standing around. You mean to tell me you can't get involved to make him stop? You should get involved. Then you're right. We should say something. You got to take his life. Don't say something. You're right. But I guarantee you, if you got a group of people standing around, you got one motherfucker with a gun, and everybody willing to stand for something, and they was like, look, bro, you going to put this gun down and handle this shit right? Right. That's going to be a problem. Now, big dog, you said that they already trying to justify that killer? Yeah, they are. They are. They're trying in a lot of ways. Uh, according to, well, I, I don't know uh, how much people take credit in, in these media sources, but according according to CNN, their 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 lawyers are working very hard to justify why the officers feared for their lives. Their attorneys, however, and I, it, it's um, what's the lady's name? She's a TV judge. She's taken on both families' cases. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I know you're talking about. I heard. They've already confiscated the surveillance cameras from the store owner. You got video. They, yep. They and everything else, and they trying to fucking justify, saying they, that their life was threatened. Right. You're very, you you're got very two much big ass cops. One sitting in your chest, and another man about two hundred pounds got your arm pent. How in the fuck is he a threat? It's That's very much it. so, very clear in that very sad graphic video uh, that that man had was not a threat to anyone at that moment. Right. And again, it's just, I don't want to be feared anymore because my skin is dark. I'm so tired of my black men, my beautiful black men, like you say, um, big dog, not standing up and speaking. You don't have to, you don't have to go crazy. Just calm them down, de-escalate the situation, because I don't want to see any more of of this this terrible. <laughs> yeah. In front of a baby. In yeah. front of a baby. That, that's what really got to me. Let's not forget too the, the one of the police officers from Baton Rouge had already took a been uh, put on leave because he was in a previous shooting of a black man. Wow. Right. So of yeah, course they. How many times have y'all heard that on the news? Have they mentioned it? Again, it's it's. I'm with Big Dog because I want to do something, and I think you're right. We should encourage everybody to. And I'm not going to use the word peacefully because peace uh, implies that. Um, it can start out peacefully. I mean, I feel like peacefully is almost passive in a sense into what we have to do. You got one person uh, acting the ass, and he realized he's outnumbered. Right, and he has no choice but to get in line. Well, because here it is: the police got to come get you. 
if if you're doing if you're violating another black man's rights and there are 25 black men surrounding this one cop or two cops violating this black man's rights in reality the police got to come in and get their officer so you're right there has to be some negotiation i mean those people went was it in utah where was it where they actually had a standoff against the police how do you have a stand like that's such privilege that's true that's why and the police want to go in there and shooting at them it's all a bunch of bull crap i mean look at this not the the body cams and the dash cams they're not yeah. information anymore yeah. so once they go and kill somebody you will never know unless somebody else done videotaped it they don't know about it. and like you said dog like you and uh cat said peacefully don't really be nothing because most of the people they killing they giving themselves up. They acting they peacefully. They laying yeah. down peacefully. What is the proper procedure when you being stopped? That's an excellent question, and that's something that every black man should be able to recite to know. their name. Yeah. The first thing Let's the police see. do is pull a gun out and walk up to your car. That, that, that's right. They, 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 they may not pull it out, but if they unmatch that bitch, they ready. They, they, they ready, yeah. That, that, they you know a black person or anybody sitting in the car in a stressful mode. Right. And you know what? And I mean, I mean, I, of course, we none of us are officers. But yeah, I can understand being the police and walking up to an unknown vehicle. You don't know what to expect. But that don't mean, all right, I'm pulling this person over because they tell like busted. I'm probably going to have to shoot them. We definitely got to big ups the police that actually do. Because that's it's like it's like as a teacher, when there was like, you know, a school as a school, if, you know, one classroom or two classrooms or a whole school, you know, fails the test. The teacher, that doesn't necessarily mean that the actual teacher failed the kids. It could have been a number of things. So I understand being blamed. I understand those cops that feel like, you know, don't judge me based on all these other bad cops because there are some cops that have some very, they are not mentally stable to serve and protect. They're mentally stable to, you know, protect a Walmart or keep a Best Buy safe, but they cannot keep a neighborhood safe and serve and protect the neighborhood if they're afraid of the color of the people's skin. Then maybe they need to choose a different profession. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying disarm these people who are- I mean, it's no no excuse once you take that oath. You know what you're getting into, you know what the pay is. Now, don't get me wrong. As a whole, we put value in the wrong shit in this country. Yeah. You know, everybody know the teachers are underpaid. We know the cops are underpaid, the firefighters and all that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if you choose to take that oath yeah. to serve and protect, that's you what the fuck you're ready. supposed to do. Yeah. You better be ready for it. Otherwise... <laughs> I do recommend people start fucking community policing themselves. Like these little niggas on the block going crazy. They on them Xanox. They taking bars and they're losing their minds on our streets. And we need to kind of reclaim and do some self policing. Why does the police need to be in your neighborhood? Stop giving them work. And you know what? You know what? Real quick to add add to that, it's difficult when you got a, a police, a white police who's probably grown up in a suburban area. Right. In a working in an area that he's probably never even been in in his life. But but you know, so, you know what though, Billy? Mm-hmm. Most put it like I got some partners back home that are cops. They're, you know what I'm saying? They're good guys. But you think they policing where they grew up? Right. <laughs> they go somewhere else. Right. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 
we make the argument about, you know, we need cops, we need somebody from the community, but hell, the people in the community don't want to take on the responsibility either. Right. No, no, I understand that. But I mean, just as far as getting to know the community, when you got no, police coming in there, just just coming in, just coming in because of a call, not like I remember. I'm going to tell you when I, you know, my neighborhood, you know, CB been over there. I seen police that white, black, but I saw them often. They circled the community. The drug dealers knew them. They knew the drug dealers. Yeah, whatever happened to like Officer O'Malley, who used to just come all the time, and he knew your mom. And they, they your right, they they knew the drug dealers, the game banger nicknames, and all that. Now, check, check this out, though, fella. I, I I can give you a good example. Let's say like if you got a, a um, apartment complex or something, you know, you got your landlord and you got your maintenance guy, right? Right. Most of the time, they got to actually live in, in the apartments. Right. Now, if you a cop coming from somewhere else. You need to live in that community. Exactly. Yeah. That should be a standard. Yep. Just like if you got if you got to live amongst these people, you are gonna try yeah. to make shit right. Yeah, yep. that's true. Because yeah. you know what, when you stay in the suburbs, you can't apply for no city job here. Right. It stays on the application. You must be a resident of the Chicago area. Yeah, that's the thing, though. The Chicago cops live in Chicago, but they stay up north somewhere. They ain't they somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. See, right. That that need to change because you know damn well if you live in that if you live in that community. When you got your family there and your kids or whatever, when you go home at night, you want to be in a safe place. Yeah. It's just, to me, man, it's, it's just, a, and I know this is an understatement, but it's basically a, a huge misunderstanding. Because the guy on the corner, the black guy, whether he good or bad, he going to think the police thinking one thing. And the police is, they can see me outside with CB, we good guys, Joe, dog. They they thinking of something else. They ain't thinking, oh, those four guys probably got good jobs on family. They thinking... That nigga right there is big. He big. He look like he about to run. You know what I mean? You don't know what's going on in their head. But, of course, they don't know you, so they all they doing is assuming. But, you know, I, some people got bad intentions straight out the gate. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But I got those are the ones over. getting shot and killed also. I, I got pulled over. I did a 12-hour shift one morning. It's about 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm getting off. I got pulled over, and I'm like, so, you know, when I ride, I keep my license registration on top of my fucking right console yeah, so I can so get to it. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So I get pulled over. I'm like, what's the problem? When this little punk-ass cop came to the window, he didn't already unholster his gun. <laughs> yeah. And then once he leaned in and he looked, it was even worse. Right, he seen how big you was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 you won't believe the reason he said he stopped me. Yeah, I will, because they used to happen to me all the time. He driving a, he driving a Dodge Charger, right? Yeah. I'm riding in a fucking suburban on sixes. <laughs> He's saying that he got outran by somebody driving a suburban <laughs> looks like mine. Of course he did. So I'm looking like, so you mean to tell me you driving a fucking Dodge Charger? Right. You got outran by a fucking suburban on 26s. <laughs> wow. Bruh. Bullshit. Come on, man. Hey, but but you know what the sad part, I know we, you know we got to get further on with the show, but the sad part is... You got these two men on top of all the other black men getting killed. Then you got these five police in Dallas that got killed. Basically, and these these could have been great cops, great fathers, sons, whatever. Exactly. You basically got all these dead, innocent people 
but the person, the bad cop or the dirty criminal, the one still alive, walking the street like ain't shit happening. Those hey. ones that usually survive forever. The good always suffer with the bad, bro. My only problem with all this is I heard uh, Kat saying earlier that there are some good cops. Well, the good cops need to come out and say something about these bad cops and yeah, make it right. It's time for International D's Uga of the Week on Inside the Cave. All right, D, I hear you. You're back, man. What's going on, man? What's going on with you, brother? Ain't nothing much, man. Life. I appreciate you getting me back on the show, talking to me at a reasonable hour. Yeah, man. You much know. Anything. You know, what? Gone down yet. What's the time difference? How many hours difference is there? It's a six-hour difference. I got I got some feedback for you guys before we get to International D's Uga of the Week. Uh, somebody just said, I don't know if they want me to say their name. Uh, we like the Aunt Viv interview, not too much the Hustle Simmons show. Uh, the last couple of shows haven't really been that funny. You guys might want to liven it up a little bit. Whoa, who said that? Mm. That's good advice. Wow. They, we want to start fighting. They want to be entertained. Yeah, okay. All right. Now, on the flip side, <laughs> Slick Rick. Well, no, nah, I'll read Slick Rick's later. Uh, on the flip side, though, here's another. Here's a good one. Uh, this is from Danielle. Not your Danielle, D. This is from another Danielle. Inside the cave is all about the guys, but I am so entertained by this podcast. It is too funny i am at episode 12 already i've worked my way back to episode 12 shout out to danielle so somebody likes us what can we say yeah that's what's up now slick rick says that uh <laughs> slick rick says that cb could talk with the best of them number two would be big dog and number three would be international d i'm not making this stuff up he said the rest of the cast. <laughs> he said the rest of the cast. Oh wait, no, no. Cat is too smart for her own good, and she overdoes it with the group. And the rest of the cast needs to go back to school. That, that is from Slick Rick. And this, I'm not, I'm not making it up. This is exactly what he said. That's a damn shame when the other half, the ones actually went to school. I think. Right. Yeah, I think the cancer party that he didn't like or that's cool though. Slick he's listening all the time, so oh, he can learn something. He's all in. He's all in. And let me give you another one. Hold on, here's another one. This is from YouTube. Nah, never mind. That's whack. Never mind. They're giving us props on that Julie Cash interview. That's all it was. And then it's another one some from from iTunes. People like us from iTunes and stuff too. But that's simple. All right. All right, D, let's get into it. International D's Uga of the Week. What you got, D? Well, I got a couple things uh, since I ain't been on a show in a while. You know, they've been building up. But uh, uh, with everything that's going on in America right now and, you know, basically what I see last week, um, I'm not going to – not, not to be too political, but this individual, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to give him that respect that he doesn't deserve. But the individual decided to go down there and uh, take it upon his hands uh, and kill them law enforcement officers down there in Dallas. You know that that that's just that that's horrible. It's, it's horrendous, and you know I get what we're going through in that country, and 
you know, his parents made a statement that uh, he's a former military member, you know, and, you know, obviously that's, that's close to my heart because we've been serving my country. Uh, I, I realized that, you know, they said that, you know, he, he saw some issues with the U.S. government and, and he didn't like the way things have been handled in the U.S. military. And then that, that kind of led him to get to this point as well and, and, and do such a, a horrendous act. But, you know, I, I live this every day and I see a whole bunch of stuff I don't like, but it's not anything that's going to make me want to fucking take somebody else's life for, for no apparent reason whatsoever. So, you know, this week, you know, just to try to drop off of that, that that's that ignorance, that that, that, that key word in, in, the, in the word Uber, that, that just came to mind right away. That's just pure ignorance that led to the death of five individuals and, and the injury of so many more. So, on, on another note, some straight Buddhism, that chick Jocelyn. God damn. Thank you, brother. Give us some good stuff. <laughs> so, y'all seen this post? I saw it on Baller Alert. I got to give them some stuff. They, the, she on there posted a letter talking about uh, Stevie J and how, you know, he ain't shit and blah, 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 and how she gonna get all his money and his, his other baby mama, whatever stuff, just all this ratchetness or whatever, and put it out there, you know, it, uh, why do women do shit like this? Why? And she talking about all the money she gonna get for him. Why is that the first goddamn thing that come out of a woman's mouth whenever some shit don't work out? I'm gonna get your check. That means you ain't shit your goddamn self. It's the first thing you gotta worry about take damn step. Preach on that, brother. I'm, no, seriously. Say, for instance, I got, I got. If I, if I had custody of, of, of all my my children, if I if I did, you know, I don't want shit from your ass. Obviously, I ain't want your ass. So why the fuck I want your money? Yep. Now, see, <laughs> I, now, yeah. I agree with that. I probably would have been around with you, maybe too. That's like, most of the time they don't. Yeah. That, now, I agree with that, D, because I I don't understand if. If you if you divorce or you decide you don't want to be with that man, that means you don't want to be with be, you don't want that lifestyle. So you don't you don't deserve his money. So if you want if you want to continue the lifestyle, if you want the money, then you continue the lifestyle. If you don't want the money, then don't continue the lifestyle. You know what I mean? You can't you can't pick and choose. Well, I'll take his I, I don't want his dick no more and I don't like his attitude, but he makes good money, so give me the money. You know what I mean? You can't. This this ain't the flea, this ain't the flea market. So international D, I agree hey, with you. So once you cancel that contract, it ought to be over with. The money stops too. Yep. Yep. Take it or leave it. You know what? You know what? Is the point is? Let's let's think about the main point that that, that is Uga to me. Fuck the money. What about that damn child? You're not even thinking about the damn they child. Never, they never do. Damn money. They never Perfect. do. It's goddamn not that father being in the child's life. You talking about the goddamn money? Yep. What issues with that man ain't got shit to do with that child and his father or his mother, whatever the situation may be. So what she put out there for everybody to see it's just she wants some damn attention from him, from the public, from everybody. She wants some damn attention, and at the end, guess who's gonna see that shit in the future? That damn child, and who's gonna be embarrassed? That damn child. Yep. They don't even care. So what, Jocelyn Perkins? Yeah. Wow. Word, she pregnant with that dude, baby. And you don't say it. I mean, he an idiot too, though. So don't get me started on him. He an Uber hit damn himself, but yeah. But, I, but, but I, the question is, how do we know he the daddy though? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's true. She, she had the baby yet, goddammit. Right. That is true. Well, once again, that's true Ugism right there. She's just going to assume it's his, and then next thing you know, on Maury, we got four other daddies on the damn stage. Yep. But she, bro, she might not even be pregnant. Hell, she lied about being married, so who knows? I tell you what. I never watched. I never. I never watched that show, but I saw a clip of it the other day, and I, I don't know how anybody sits back and watches that shit. I mean, that is the worst representation of black women in the, on any show ever. All of those women are are, are phony and fake. Let me tell you something. I just left Exotica, and the women at Exotica look better. Than the fucking women on Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta, New York, all that shit. You know how bad that is? Like, seriously. The women at Exotica look glamorous compared to those fucking women on Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta, New York, and all. That is terrible, man. I mean, shh. BB, I, I, I just gained a lot of respect for you because you actually, your eyes are like starting to recognize Ugas. Man, brother, them women are terrible looking. I mean. Oh, I know. I know, and when I, I shriek, when I, I can't look at that shit, I can't, I can't, my eyes start to hurt. Yeah, man, I think you, you made, you made, you, you made Cat uh, leave because of your comments, but uh, yeah, bro, those that, I can't, I can't believe it, man. Those, those women are terrible looking. Terrible. Hey, big dog, seriously, all of those women on there are terrible looking. Terrible. They are so. They're so phony. I mean, they fuckable. They all fuckable. But I'm just saying, that the way they look, the way they look, and the way they talk. I mean, that is just terrible. They should be ashamed of themselves. Seriously, that, I mean, that is one of the worst shows. But that was International D's Ugo of the Week. Man, D, it's good to have you in, man. You ought to come off, come by some more, more often, man. Try not to film at two thirty in the morning. Got <laughs> you. <laughs> and, and and since we're on the subject, uh, D, next time you do a special with, uh, request, you need to be on time. Goddamn. Yeah. Oh, you want to see the damn text message from this? Look, man. Call <laughs> <laughs> me a white boy and all that shit, but I still get to qualify for CP time. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, hell no, them light skin problems. You got to get your ass on time. And you got to grow your beard back too, man. You got to grow your facial hair back. <laughs> I got a job and I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to get that paper right now. So if I gotta I gotta you know shave every now and then. It, it is what it is. They make you shave all that shit off. Man, I shave twice a week, man, just to avoid the, the BS, man. I'm it's, hey, you look. I'm in. I just got done saying I'm in the U.S. military and I deal with a lot of stuff that you know it ain't causing me to want to go kill nobody. But shit. But you know, this happens to every day. Do drive you mental, though. But wait a minute. How come, how come sometimes you can have a beard, but sometimes you can't? Look, man, because I, you, I, uh, once upon a time, there was a great man in the U.S. military, in, in the U.S. Air Force, and he decided that, you know, he put it forth to Congress that you know, black men have problems with uh, uh, something called pseudofolliculitis. And if you get diagnosed with that, you don't have to shave. Or you have to shave maybe once, maybe twice a week, like myself. And, you know, some people take advantage of it. Others don't. I don't take advantage of it. I just use it when I need to, to not have to shave. Oh, okay. Now, if I'm on vacation or I'm away on holiday, then, yeah, I got a full beard because I want to look like a grown-ass man. Before I let you go, D, this is what I brought up earlier in the show to Joe Dirt because he was in the military as well. I said I don't understand how these cops could, uh, if, you, if, if the military can go to Iraq 
and or uh, Saudi Arabia and all that. They went and got Saddam Hussein, picked him up, brought him back, gave him gave he had a trial. But you can't pull over a black man. You know how bad that is. There's people. There's women. Isn't isn't it correct that there's war crimes over there? If you if you so, if if you so, kill an innocent person over there and all that kind of stuff, there's, yeah, so there's there's something called rules of engagement. Right there you go. We we go by really strictly. Don't get me wrong. The U.S. military makes mistakes, and I'm pretty sure you know you've heard about the different stories about the abuse in the Abu Ghraib and, and Iraq back in the day of the, the military people abusing the Iraqi prisoners and stuff like that. So don't get it twisted. They make their mistakes too. It's usually the same folks making the same mistakes, like the same ones that are on the streets. It ain't no, it ain't no, no, nobody of color doing that shit. However, you know, there is rules of engagement that, that have to be followed. And, you know, the cops have rules of engagement, too. But you know what? We trained a different way. I spend, you know, probably half of my week going through, you know, training for uh, sexual assault and, you know, suicide prevention. All these special trainings that, you know, that teach us to, to have some sensitivity to certain things. And, and right now, as you know, there's gays in the military. And just two weeks ago, we got transgender there. So we have to accept all these different cultures. And because we, we work together, we fight together. And have to do that. Now, these cops out here, they go to war every day. But what are they going to war with on the street? You know, if, they're, if they're, their precinct is in a strictly... You know, urban area, they're seeing the same shit every day. So all of that desensitized is, is gone. They quick to go out there and want to pull their guns. And some of them are just in those areas, and they were raised. You know, with probably some of them probably never seen black folks before. Because I know when I joined the military, there's a lot of people that never seen a black person before. You'd be surprised. Wow. So it just depends so on what you think. background. You don't think those you're dealing with the same issues every day that, uh, you know, you're dealing with the same people with the same type of situation over and over again. You should be able to handle those a little better. I would think so. You should. Unless you just got bad intentions anyway. Looking at that, okay, I can see a difference between what happened in Minnesota and what, I, what happened down in, in Louisiana. Louisiana, I'm going to tell you, it was not right either one of them. But in Louisiana, they killed that man straight out. Mm -hmm. I can slightly see what happened in St. Paul as that cop was immature. He, he was he was quick to pull the trigger. He he he, he did not know what the, he was shook. You could tell he was shook in the way he was sitting there screaming back at that woman like, no, no, no. He he was scared. He he made he he messed up drastically. And then, you know what, how we, we blow this all out in the media, you know, white cops killing white cops, and the cop up in Minnesota was a Hispanic guy, a minority himself. Wow. So, you know, we can listen to the media, we can we can jump all over the place. You know, well, we, I, I, I really don't like how much lack of attention is, is going on, what went on in Louisiana, because there's so many blatant facts that point out to that man being killed point blank range. And we didn't see the actual shooting in Minnesota. However, the aftermath suggested to me that that dude was just trigger happy and he made a, a, a very grave mistake and killed that man. And I don't think it was completely intentional. Well, I'll tell you what, if Charles Barkley, as a matter of fact, let's give Charles Barkley a, a kill yourself and start over for that. 
if Charles Barkley would have spoke on this the way you spoke on it, he would have sounded a lot better. But Charles Barkley sounded terrible, 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 as he would say, terrible. He do that once a decade. He he do the flip to the other side every once once a decade at least. And did you hear? Like I listened to Charlemagne. Did you hear what else he did? So he said in one 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 on one soundbite that blacks killing on killing blacks and black on black violence is a problem. But then he said he saluted Draymond Green for beat, for, for beating up that kid in Minnesota, uh, in, in uh, Michigan because he said that these kids need to, need their ass whooped because they always they always think they can uh, uh, antagonize an athlete. So one minute you say. Black on black crime is the is the problem. And the next minute you say Draymond Green is supposed to do what he did. <laughs> so well, Sir Charles Sir Charles <laughs> kill yourself and start over. Terrible, terrible. That's that's the Alabama folks for you though, D. What can you say? Hey, watch your mouth, goddammit. <laughs> he's from and he's from your area too. <laughs> that motherfucker is from all that fucking game banging and killing y'all doing it in the side table. That outhouse and you get like a real bathroom and shit like that, that money go to your <laughs> As a matter of fact, that's why your ass left the shot. No one come back to the state. Okay, you just proved my point, goddammit. I get that, but I ain't going down south. Y'all ran backwards too. I ran three little light skin ass out the state. <laughs> Y'all can chill on that light skin. Get it right. It's beige. 